If you're involved in ministry, you know it can be overwhelming at times, and especially when you need to add managing your church's online platforms. Whoa! Well, here are five ideas to keep in mind when it comes to taking care of your church's online responsibilities, next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other resources for your life and ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. It's the Church Solutions Podcast. Welcome, everyone. We're glad that you are here. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. This is episode number 401. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. We skipped 400? No, I already did 400. You weren't here. You were gone. Oh, wow. You were Mike wanted off. to make a big deal out of it. So, we do, oh, well, we'll go wait for 500, huh? We can do 500. We've done, you know, honestly, I mean, I say this a lot, but we've done more than that. But, you know, it's whatever. So, but uh, yeah, so sorry you missed that. But, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, we'll do another one. Well, let's see, we do about one a week. So it wouldn't be next year. It'd be 2025, I guess that we would probably hit 500 if we keep doing these things who knows change happens right never know i enjoy doing them so before we get into our topic today uh we have got a a, a webinar coming up and uh, we provide resources for churches and ministries uh, besides being a wonderful tech company that we are and we've got a webinar coming up october 17th and uh steve what is this webinar all about uh, it is about a free toolkit to promote your Christmas services. So, so if I have plumbing issues, uh, there's wrenches in it. And, there's wrenches and uh, uh, hammers like and sockets and yeah. open ends and all kinds of stuff. All right. So people are being confused now, thanks to me. So <laughs> what what you're saying here is not actually a toolkit, but it's it's a toolkit in the sense that there's lots of resources for people to use to help their church uh, connect and reach more people for their Christmas services. Yes, it's a way to promote and get your people promoting. So it's a yeah a toolkit of things that you yeah. can use that we're going to be providing. Right. So the webinar is about that. It's free. It's only about a half hour long. And where can people go to sign up for this free webinar? They can go to webinar.streamingchurch.tv webinar.streamingchurch.tv. And also we have other webinars that we've done in the past and you can actually get to those other webinars by going to webinar.streamingchurch.tv. You can just scroll down all the way and you'll see a little green button that says past webinars. And so we've done some great webinars this year. It's been, it's been a really fun year doing webinars. We've done them off and on for a long time, but this is the first year that we've done one every month. So uh, sign up for that. If you, uh, if you're able to, to do that, if you, if you, Get this podcast later. You can still you can still go over there and and, and watch it because we'll record it. All right. So uh, today we're going to talk about how to build a strong online presence for your small church. And I emphasize small church because uh, look, it's overwhelming at times. I've been in that seat 
many people listening to this podcast have been in this seat where you're in a smaller church and you're overwhelmed because there's lots of things to do. Uh, and managing your church's online presence is just another thing you got to try to do. So what we've got here is we've got at least five ideas to keep in mind, and, and maybe you'll add some, Steve, maybe I'll add some as well, but five ideas to keep in mind when it comes to taking care of your church's online responsibilities. And I should say, before we start, that, that we have notes on this, just go to blog streamingchurch.tv and that's our blogs and and uh, the building an online presence for your small churches on there yep so before we get into this we probably need to mention that um i don't know what the exact percentage is but it's probably around 80 percent or so of people will check you out online before they will come to your church service yeah so before they drive by the building and yeah see if it's dilapidated or if there's some people there or they're going to drive by your website and see if it is dilapidated and <laughs> which it and, might be <laughs> and as uh yeah we're Out in september yeah. yeah as easter easter yeah. service announcements and yeah in september um yeah uh, it's really, you know, we beat this drum a lot, but it's so important to have your website up to date. There's really no excuse not to have it up to date today. I mean, uh, most of the website stuff is user-friendly now and you can do some things. And, and, uh, so, and if you haven't done a website update, uh, I'd encourage you to, to really look things over and maybe have a friend look at it. Right. And, and, uh, somebody that, you know, sometimes you don't see things if you just see it every day, you know, you walk in your house and the stain on the carpet just becomes old hat and you just never think about it. But a new person walks in your house or a guest and they see that stain on your carpet. So maybe you have a guest or somebody that, you know, that doesn't go to your website a lot, but go check it out with a, uh, a critical eye and uh, they can see the stains and, and help you improve those things. And we've got, we've got friends that do this. I think it's, is it our church? O U R church, our church.com. Uh, Paul, uh Steinbruck, I think is his name. He's uh their yes, company they, does Yeah, we does had that. partnered with them and they that's what they do for a living is they create yeah. they host church websites and provide the tools to right. um manage your SEO and manage your website. And yeah, yeah that's a good group. So if yeah. you are looking for a new website host and um, there's somebody that can help you out. So. Yeah. Ourchurch.com. Um, so um, I got to note the time here. How long have we been going here so far? Been like three minutes or something? I don't know. Uh, so let's, uh, and again, when you're updating your website, you know, look, uh, is your mission still the same? Is, you know, you have anything new going on? Is there something that you have posted on the website that's no longer happening? You know, all those kind of things. And you should have a website that's well-designed and easy to navigate. And of course, as we've been saying, up to date. So that's the first thing. Update your website when it comes to having a strong online presence. Yeah, because that will tell a lot about, well, that's going to influence people's decision on whether they're going to take the next step. Yeah. Which the next step may be, oh, let's uh, look at one of their past services or let's go dig into their, what do they have for kids or you know, and then the next step to that is let's go give them a try. So it's usually three or four steps down the road um, before they're walking through the door, which 
it wasn't that way um, <laughs> 30 years ago. So. No, it wasn't that way at all. I did have somebody walk through the door and I, a few years ago at church, I was uh, executive pastor and I was, I think, I think I was actually speaking that Sunday and uh, a new person walked in and, and I said, Hey, how'd you find us? You know, and I just drove by and saw your sign. I said, Oh, you've been to a web website? No. I said, Oh, okay. Uh, so they came in and, you know, I, I don't think they ever came back. <laughs> well, that's the reason you remember them is because they were the anomaly, right? So they didn't check it. They drove by and saw the sign or something. Said, ah, I'm going to check this out, but uh, it'd be good to, 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 to really, you know, look at the website. All right. So, uh, so moving on here, when it talks about online stuff, here's something that, that some people just detest, but it, it's, it, you need to do it. And we can talk about maybe how to do it here in a moment. But number two is be active on social media, be active on social media. That's a tough one, especially if you're busy, right? Yes, I would recommend that you're not active on all social media, that you just pick a chain, pick a channel. So pick a lane that you want to, that you say, most of our people that come to our church are on in this lane. So I'm going to pick that thing. And then, because the next thing that that people are going to do is they're, you know, they're going to go look for your website and if they can't find your website or uh, they'll move on to go searching on social media and you don't want to, um, it's probably much better to not be, have a presence than to have a really bad presence. So that's, that's again, that's, you know, pick a lane. So if you're, you know, you're not on Instagram, not a big deal. They didn't find you on Instagram, but you're on Facebook and your post is about coming to our Easter service in September then they're going to go, hmm, these guys really don't value or um, keep up with their people using the social media. So again, you want to be active, you know, choose a lane and, and just make a point to schedule some time, maybe once a week, put it on your calendar and go post a snippet from your last sermon or, something that's going on or something that may be a value for the community um, people out there just make a point to spend five minutes and go into your your chosen lane and post something yeah and i would uh as you mentioned earlier uh i would definitely kind of do a little survey if you could on the people that are coming to your church and find out you know what what platform are they on? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Instagram? Are they on TikTok? You know, TikTok's more video driven, which we can get to in a moment, but uh, you know, what are they on? You know, and, and yeah, I think you're right. I mean, you can't be all things, to all people and all over the place. You'll just wear yourself out and be frustrated. I would say yeah. that I think you need to be on a little more than once a week. And I think you need to be engaging in people, not just posting what's going on. You know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there needs I to be some engagement. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Maybe you need to set five minutes a day to go in uh, yeah, and schedule. post something and say, oh, Larry is complaining about the message this past Sunday. I'm going to go respond to Larry. Or right. you know, That's one of the, the key things when operating a business. If someone leaves a review, positive or negative, you want to be right on top of it. So, um, yeah, and that'll just, I mean, that that's, that speaks volumes. So even if someone comes in and just, you know, has a bad experience for some reason or another, the fact that you reply 
people will go, wow, okay, now I see, you know, what the other side of this was. And these guys are reasonable. And, you know, it was just a misunderstanding or whatever it may have been. And it will just um, alleviate a lot of head heartache as opposed to somebody posts something and it's either a complaint or a suggestion or a, a praise and nobody says anything. And it's, you know, three weeks old. It kind of, you know, that's. Yeah, it's still, it, it goes still. Absolutely. You need to respond to people. Uh, even if you post something, maybe ask questions, see if you can get people involved see if they will respond. And then, and then, you know, you respond as well. I I've told the, I don't think I've ever told the story on the podcast, but my wife has got some really bad issues with her back right now. And our insurance company, uh, Banner Aetna uh, is really a terrible insurance company in my opinion. And uh, I finally posted something on Twitter. It's called X now, but I refuse to call it X, but on Twitter uh, I posted something directly to them saying, you know, you guys have just handled this really poorly and you've done a terrible job here with us. And somebody did respond and uh, they actually put us in contact with somebody at a, in a higher tier, higher level of the uh, banner Aetna insurance company. And the woman actually did help us. She did help my wife. Uh, it took a while, but she did help my wife. And so, yeah, respond, uh, respond if you can. I think I said, did something this weekend with Xfinity, which is basically Comcast. I put something on them on them because I had a terrible time with, with Comcast, with a cable company. Imagine that having a problem with your cable company is shocking. Right. And uh, uh, I'm not sure if they responded or not I have to go and look and see, but uh, yeah, definitely you'll be surprised. And, and when you do respond, when you do spend some time, I would schedule your social media stuff every day. Uh, and like you said, five minutes a day. So, I mean, I, I'm amazed that some pastors or leaders don't have schedules, but you really should have a schedule if you want to be productive and, and uh, you know, put that in your in your schedule, put social media in your schedule and uh, spend a little bit of time on it. And that's all you need to do. Yeah. Or if, if you, you know, if it's just something that completely doesn't float your boat, then find somebody in the church that would be willing to, to yes. do it. Yes. And, you know, night them is the official rep and, Stay in touch with them and and let yeah. them go to town posting for the church. Yeah. And and all these things that we're actually talking about here today, you know, if you can solicit help, reliable help, uh, that will make a big difference in your schedule as well. All right. So social media, uh, be active on social media as much as you can and, uh, you know, pick your pick your channels and, and, and uh, that will make a difference. All right. Let's move on here to number three. What's number three? Number three, stream your services. And this kind of walks down this road that I was talking about of you know, the person's going to go first to Google churches near me, or maybe Google your church name and got to have a website. So that's, that's wicket number one, they're going to go through. And then the next one, they may go on to social media and go oh, check the box there. And then the next thing they're going to do is what's this place really like? You know, what's it going to be like when I show up? What's the teaching like? What's the preaching like? Um, what's the music like? And that's when they're going to take the third step of attending one of your services online. They're either going to attend live or they may attend live just to get an exposure of um, whether people are going to inter interact with them as they show up. Or they may watch a, a past service. So they're wanting to kind of, you know, kind of check all these boxes in their mind 
of is this place worthy of a visit? Because I'm, you know, if I'm gonna be church hopping, I'm it's uh it's much more internet based now than it was in the past where you go visit a church and visit a church. I remember moving here to Tucson and and doing the church hopping scene and you hopped in had, the churches I was doing music in, I think, one time, didn't you? Had there been an internet back then, I definitely would have probably never visited some of the churches I went and visited. So <laughs> and why was uh, that? <laughs> it was just it was not what I expected was the deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I've told this before, but I had a, one of the guys I worked with, he said, we're talking about uncomfortable moments. And he said, one of the most uncomfortable moments he's ever had was at church, yeah, was at that's... a church and he was not in the right spot and he couldn't get out. You know, it was kind of a, he was like, I can't get up and leave. And it was just a super uncomfortable, not a good fit for him um, church wise. Yeah. And, Gosh, I'm sorry about that. That's, that's too bad. We should have let him go. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm making, I'm making, I'm oh. trying to make, I'm trying to make it sound like it was my church, but it wasn't. Oh, but yeah, no, but yeah no, it's, it's, yeah, but that's a sad situation. So yeah. Well, so just, yeah video, it was just a first, yeah. A first exposure. So stream your service and you get a, yeah. an idea of a better idea of what the, you know, what the church is about, what their, you know, what their style is. Sometimes it's been kind of surprising for me. There's some churches near, near us and, uh, until I sat in one of the sermons, I actually knew the pastor. I was like, wow, I was not ready for that <laughs> flavor of, uh, of pastoring or, or teaching, you know, it was just, it was just yeah. very different than what I had expected. So anyway, stream yeah. your service, stream your service. And as you mentioned very briefly, uh, you should have a platform where you can interact with people. Uh, and again, you know, you would need to solicit a volunteer or somebody maybe in the tech department that can at least greet people online through chat and answer questions. And uh, of course, we do a little self-glossing here with our company, StreamingChurch.tv. We have uh, we have a AI chat, don't we? We do. Yeah, we have an AI chat that will interact uh, using some AI technology as your church member, as a church member or a church rep. Yeah. How's that work? People just uh, start chatting and the AI you, chatbot comes in and says... You, yeah, if you're streaming with us, you just turn it on. It's turned off by default. You just click a checkbox and say, I want the AI web host to uh, participate in our chat. And that web host will then participate. And it does an amazingly good job. It's it does. been very surprising. It does. Um, we we always recommend that you do have a human though involved, uh, in case it hallucinates. Yes, and yeah, definitely want to have people from the church involved as well. So, yeah. Yep. But anyway, stream your services. That's another piece of the online deal. But not to and beat these... this to a dead horse here. Sorry to cut you off, but we also have a tool that when people stream their services and record them, they can actually uh, have their messages uh, chopped up into to little mini reels, I'm calling them reels, mini clips that people can put on social media. So they can automatically do that. We call it the sermon clipper, which yes. only comes with streamingchurch.tv. Yep. It will automatically record your sermon and it'll automatically create your sermon clips that you can post on social media. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty cool tool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I cut you off. What were you going to say be 
as we were. I don't it. remember. All right, so we'll, we'll move on. We're moving on. All right. So anyhow, streaming is a great tool. All right. So number four, create online resources. This is something that I think a lot of churches fail in. Um, and that what I mean by that is uh, there's people looking at your website and they might be looking like, all right, well, uh, who was Jesus? You know, who, who really was Jesus? And, and what does the Bible, you know, what does the Bible say about marriage or what does the Bible say about sex? What does the Bible say, you know, about uh, the situation I'm going through right now with, with my job? And, and I think a lot of churches miss the boat here is there's plenty of resources you could post on online uh, that are biblical, uh, things about Jesus, things about the apostles that can answer a lot of people's life questions. Yeah. And I think another important part of this is people may not be necessarily looking for a church when they're going out and looking for stuff. They're just looking for answers. And if your website has content, you know, that addresses those questions, then your website's going to show up, you know? So that's, um, you know, a, another reason to post resources and um, sources for help. And, you know, depending on, you know, no matter what it is, you know, for example, someone's struggling with addiction and they're going online and going, oh, I think this is a real problem, you know, struggling with addiction in, in my town, USA. And if you're, you, pro, you provide some resources that, that, you know, I have a, a, um, a group that is dedicated to those that are struggling with resources that are, that meets every week at my church. So, um, you know, that's going to draw some people in and provide answers. Plus get your, get you some exposure to be able to answer community needs out there. Yeah. And, and, uh, and when I say, and that's a very good point, by the way, and when I say, you know, online resources like about Jesus, the Bible, I'm not saying your, uh, what is it, your statement of faith. I'm not saying, you know, we believe Jesus is the Son of God. But, you know, I, that's fine. You can put that on there if you wanted to. But I'm talking about some articles, not long ones, but articles that can bring insight to people. And, and even like you just mentioned, addiction issues or uh, you know, those kind of or things, marital troubles or yeah. whatever it may be short, but, but productive articles that, that people can look at and maybe links that are put in there. And, uh, and look, uh, somebody's listening going, well, I don't have time to write all that stuff. Well, you know, there's this thing called chat GPT and there's Bard and there's things like that, that you could actually get some help, AI help writing some articles that don't have to be very long and, and and you can be involved in it. You can ask for help with chat GPT it's free. Uh, there's other resources that are AI based that can el actually help you write articles. And uh, you know, you, you need to go in and edit it and do some things to it, make it your own, but it, it, it's a good resource that you can use. And then you can put those things on your website. And, and again, when people are looking for answers, somebody yeah. wanted to, somebody's after you there. Uh, if when people are looking for resources, they they can they can find them on your website. Yep. All right, and the one of the the next thing on the list here, which you've been iterating uh, as we go through this thing, is just being consistent. Yeah. So in all these areas, I think it's it's key to be consistent. And then if you can't be consistent, grab somebody that will be consistent. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's so it's look, if if you just schedule something and, and just do it every day or do it when you have it scheduled, 
you know, it will make a big difference. And it's, it's, you know, when we talk about this stuff, especially as we're addressing people that are maybe in leadership at smaller churches, yeah, this stuff can be overwhelming at times. It, it can be very struggling. You know, you're trying to do a bunch of things here, but if you can get some help, and most of all, if you can consistently hit it, always be doing it, it makes a big difference. And uh, before you know it, you'll have uh, lots of great content on your website. You'll, you'll, you'll be interacting with people on social media, uh, you know, you'll be able to uh, to really get stuff done. And and when people go and look at your at your website, they're going to see some really good stuff. And it's something you can be proud of. There is um, truth to the idea of the flywheel, right? Yes. That if you can, it's really hard to get it going initially. But if I schedule a push, you know, every day to keep it spinning, um, after a while, it's got some energy in it that's going to yield some results. So uh, it just takes a little bit of uh, I'll push on it every every day or so to keep it spinning. And then you'll yield the results of being able to what crush that grain or <laughs> whatever you might do with a flywheel, huh? power your house <laughs> or just be an, an effective uh, outreach in your community. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's certainly very true. And, uh, uh, you know, one of the things we want to be here for you and your church is a resource. And the reason is, is that all of us here, we're not getting any younger. We're, we've been around for a while and we've got some wisdom, I would hope, that we could help your church, your ministry with. And that's why when you go to streamingchurch.tv, and I'm self-glossing here again, but uh, we want to provide resources. And so you'll there's a resource tab and there's stuff there that we can do to help you. And we're not just all about tech stuff and streaming video, but because we've all been involved in our churches and leadership, uh, we've got something I think to offer. So, uh, you know, if whatever we do to help you guys, that's, that's, that's what it's all about. So if you want more information, just go to blog.streamingchurch.tv. That's our blog. Uh, it used to be newmediaministries.tv. I guess people can still go there, but uh, if we can help you in any way, that's what it's all about. Okay. Anything else to add to this, uh, Mr. Steve Lacey? I should do it. All right. Well, look, we've got uh, the webinar coming up our, our October 17th, uh, 12 noon Eastern time. Uh, if you want to get ready for Christmas and get some free resources for your church, uh, we'll provide that for you. Just go to webinar.streamingchurch.tv and reserve your seat today. It's free. We'll take some Q&A at the end of the webinar. It's about a half hour long and uh, whatever we do to help you guys. Okay. I think that's it for now, right? That's it. All right. Well, thank you, Steve. And thank you folks for spending some time with us today on the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. Please take care of yourselves and each other. We'll catch you again on another episode.